managing your spiritual life and uh, managing your spiritual life what the talks here is what can we do with the wealth of uh, spiritual information available to us you have a lot of spiritual information then managing is no problem yeah if we have a plenty of spiritual informations then managing is not a problem as i said but i think the information what we have is quite limited but uh, still is it better than not having any information to so some of you have a great deal of information some of you have quite numbers and not too much whatever it is what would you do with the spiritual information and uh, it also said how do we safeguard maintain and review spiritual progress well what i was told what do we do with the spiritual information I was told to use the spiritual information as a light of a, a mirror, a looking glass, where you can see your own reflection, reflection of what you are doing, what you are thinking, how you spending your time, how you spending your life. Spiritual means to me. it really means for you to help yourself and to help others so using that as a mirror so with the reflex and tells us what we are doing with our life whether we are helping ourselves or we are not helping ourselves or are we helping anybody and uh, when you have a problems in our face or something else when you look in the mirror we will see it so when you see it what would you do with it you either remove it or take care of or whatever you have to do it you do it just like that when you see it in spiritual mirror and what our way of thinking and way of functioning if it is oriented by the by the hatred or if it is oriented by the obsession or if it is oriented by delusion then we will know there is a problem we have to see it how do we get rid of it so if there is hatred oriented or any of those try to remove it. and your informations of a compassion your informations of a kindness your information of a caring all of them will be applied against hatred against obsession and against the delusion and i think that's how we utilize our spiritual informations very broad way of speaking and a very specific way of speaking and uh, if if anyone really truly following this uh, presentations 
And if you are, and then each one of those uh, evenings we presented, we have a, every one of them has a, a goal of a spiritual goal. And every one of them have a, a, of a spiritual obstacles. And uh, judging, looking in that very carefully, try to judge whether you're getting closer to your goal or you're, you're going away from distance from the goal. For example, take a one. Take a one. For example, take an impermanent. We have spent the evening talking with the impermanent. Impermanent in general and particularly impermanent of our life. So just look in yourself and saying whether you are utilizing that information. Information and uh, if there anything behind somewhere in our mind thinking I can't be so mean because we all will go one day. I cannot be so hard and so protecting my own personal interests which I think, which I projected, and am I be so hard to a person who I think is hurting my interests. If you are finding that and are getting yourself a softer person, then you are using your spiritual information. And if you don't think about that at all, so my spiritual is spiritual practice. My personal problem is my personal problem. That's between he and me, and she and me, and I have to deal with it personally, tit for tat, right? And uh, eye for eye. So then you'll know you're not using your spiritual information well for you, then forget about others. That is one vivid example. Another is, let's take our compassion. Compassion becomes convenient compassion. When it is convenient for me, we have developed very good compassion. When it is against my interests, I forget about the compassion. And I don't even know what's that. So it is my personal interest at a stake. And so when you're noticing that, that is how you review your spiritual progress, and that's how you review your spiritual, the, what you call here, the um, information available to us, so whether we're using it good way or bad way. And uh, safeguard is almost the same thing. Safeguard. Spiritual information sometimes can mislead people mislead ourselves and mislead others, particularly ourselves. So using that as an excuse for wrongdoing, very well known is the idea of crazy wisdom. 
idea of crazy wisdom is really a very different way, very wrong way of using a spiritual information or whatever it is. I don't want to go very detailed on the crazy wisdom business because many of you are very aware of it, what had happened in this country. 20, 30 years ago, all these guru scandals and all these, all of those are a misuses of a spiritual information. And when you can't check yourself whether you're using as a misuse or not, well, then there you go. Maintaining of a spiritual information, there is one most important thing. We have a, a common peeve known as forgetting. We do have a lot of spiritual information we forget. We don't remember, especially when we need it. We don't remember it. We are forgotten. Forgotten means the thief came and took it. We try to remember, but we don't remember. Or we do remember, we have notes. Or we have a tapes, we have transcripts, we have records available, but they're there to collect dust, not just for me to practice. And uh, that is the maintenance. I guess that's how you maintain. Are you with me? Let it uh, let it collect dust. And uh, let not be bothered to look in. And uh, if, if only we need to look in when somebody asks you a question, and uh, when you have to answer, then you begin to look in a little bit. Otherwise, normally I look tomorrow. I look tomorrow. Or sometimes it's also helpful. Sometimes when some incident, unfortunate incidents take place. You're searching something. You may remember to look in that in that transcript available in shelf somewhere in basement collecting dusting. So you may able to you may remember to look that little bit and say, Oh, oh that may be useful. That may be a little maintenance. And the review spiritual progress is, is another one. If you are going through with this really stage by stage development, and then review is very, very important because um, I don't know. I shouldn't say review is very, very important. I'll withdraw that word very purposely because everybody would like to review and like to become somebody and uh, like to be someone special. So that is not really a spiritual reviewing. Reviewing spiritual here really makes the individual, actually if you're really following the, your spiritual development itself will transfer you from one step to another. So you notice yourself focusing to the next step on the basis of earlier steps. So in earlier points, if you have a maintained earlier point, and then instead of saying what now, it's automatically transferred to transfer your next 
that was a very bad way of reviewing. But if that's not happening, so then try to remember the points given here. Like here, like the attitude to freedom, if you look in that. And there's a lot of breakdowns. As a matter of fact, I think that's like a 64 or something. So, so this is very simple, like bookmark and taking around in reading anything. Americans are very fond of reading anyway. Marbles and this and that and everything. So you have that bookmark has been used as your reading mark. And that will be very helpful every time when you try to grab some kind of uh, story book. And uh, you think, well, I'm over here. And then that bookmark, when you see it, it will remind you something. So that's why, you know, I mean, uh, the whole idea of making that into bookmark is not without thinking. It is really thought carefully. And uh, so it's the very best way of reminding people of those who have the information, those who went through some information. It will remind you something. But it's, again, it's your own individual choice when you say, oh, yeah, this is my bookmark guest. I know what they say something. And that's one thing. And uh, while you're reading to them, maybe you notice certain specific words, line may jump on you. So that's another thing. That may be have a little more help and uh, here and there. That's the thing. Basically now, whatever you have had information for all this, yes, I would like to 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 divide that into three categories so far, what you have information. Information relating to regarding yourself getting freedom from the negative emotion. And getting freedom from the torturing and the sufferings of our life. That is category one. Category two, We'll be sort of helping ourselves, looking for our future, future lives. How is going to help me? What can I do? Category three, how can I help others? So basically, under the three categories, so far you have received information. Category one, helping yourself, getting freedom, from the negative emotions, are really looking through the life and recognizing the sufferings. And the sufferings are caused by what? And whether it is giving by somebody as a, a judgment, gift, manufacturer, or is it something that created? And the, the conclusion should, that we have drawn here is that it is definitely is a created one. Created, and that also not created by a creator, but it's created by ourselves. But there's no reason why a creator has to create suffering. Otherwise, if the creator creates the suffering, then the creator may not be the very good. Why should they create suffering? So that's not right. So the creator does not create suffering. And it is ourselves. You know, I mean, so looking in our own life, it will tell you, will you find it? You'll find it. 
you'll find that the pains and the problems that we carry, especially mental, physical, and emotional pains, especially emotional and the mental pains, are mostly we ourselves created. We ourselves does not really know how to handle that pain, you know? When the pain comes and we get a pain, not necessarily physical pain, anything that you dislike it, anything that uh, which we, we would like to, I like to call that as pain under general category. It does not have to be physical or mental pain. Pain that you say, ouch, 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 you know. You don't have to do that. It doesn't have to be. Anything disliking, the people go through with this. Young, old, everyone. Even the young ones, young ones. Even in the, even in the kids, you know, if your own children. If you look in the ages, like it, 13, 14, 15, 16, and they also have a tremendous amount of a pain, pain of not really satisfying their own desire and their own craving thing, and also their own dissatisfaction and disappointment and the, and the unhappiness and the physically hurting themselves. And, uh, you know, try to indulge in a drink, alcohol, try to indulge in drugs, try to cut themselves, try to, you know, try to harm themselves. They all, they have their own pain at that age. The same very pain, little more intensified when the young elders, or when you're in 20s and 30s, and uh, you will go a little more than what you did when you were in high school or something, a little more than that. You want to hurt a little more. You want to feel a little more. So you do go beyond that, torture yourself, torture others, and do all that. And then you go to age of 30 and 40, and you're carrying that worry, that unhappiness, and um, and uh, it becomes a little more very challenging, and it's becoming depression, and uh, you're suffering, and it translates into a physical pain, mental pain. You know all of those, and uh, even get trusted our body even by the mental pains and emotional pains. And the Creator did not produce this, and we produce. We did not handle our problems. We did not handle our um, sadness. We did not handle our dissatisfaction. We did not handle our disappointment properly. Neither, whatever it is, lack of information, lack of education, lack of whatever it may be. We have no way of handling it. That's a state that has been the problem. Another way is, you know, way of handling this is understanding. The understanding of the reality. Understanding, it's all, you know, really depends so much. So much depends. I mean, like a children who are having that sort of suffering, where they, that sort of pain, where they come from. Originally, children themselves, though we would like to blame everybody else except children. 
it's all coming, or they will, will blame everybody else. The first and the foremost, quickest way of blaming is their company, their, their companion. You know, this, this kid's bad, that kid's bad, this kid's bad. Everybody's bad except my kid. So everybody else is terrible except my one. So, and uh, so my ones didn't listen, you know, been influenced, this and that. It may be true, maybe not. Fifty percent is never true. <laughs> 50, uh, it's always a problem, everything. You know, it's, yes, of course, there's original cause that is coming out of a kid, him or herself. And then there's a condition. The conditions are coming from all the companies. They both are true. And if there is no cause from the original cause with that kid, no matter how strong the condition will be, the condition cannot influence the kids. Cannot. Because there is no cause within that kid. There is no seed available, and so nothing will grow within that. So that's what it is. And that somehow we've never been able to handle. We will continue through the, through the college and add up more pressure and then beginning of the job, add up more pressure, and all this throughout our life, by the time when we get up to my age, we all get twisted and crooked and all of that, even physically, we become that because of the emotional get twisted. So the lack of understanding. The one thing is the reality. Wherever we look, look up, look down, look up, wherever we look, even you look into the entertainment, the movies that entertains you, the musics that entertains you, see how much suffering they have. These movie stars and rock stars and all of those, you know, look in them and look in them, look in them carefully, lose the glamorous and wonderful and look in their lives completely, totally, really shabby, completely. And uh, many of them, many of them, majority of them, and uh, otherwise we don't get those celebrities into, into the court and all of those who would not have been there at all. We would not have been entertained by O.J. Simpson for years. And we will, I mean, they, after it continues one or the another, whatever the excuses may be, it may be rational, it may be whatever, Yes or no, maybe true or not true, doesn't matter, but what happened is it's happening. So it shows how shitty their life really is. And they're really, I'm sorry, but uh, honestly, very few of them are straight. I don't mean sexually. <laughs> you know, really, and that's, uh, that, that's how the, the suffering is. And uh, in that way, our normal, common people are better off than that. Though we don't have this uh, money and wealth and the glamorous and all that, we don't have it. But however, we're much better off, more happier, less worthy, and all those. And so when you really look into it, it is the natural of all reality is like that. Pains and problems are everywhere. It is the only individual oneself can help oneself, not anybody else. Of course, psychiatrists are there, psychologists are there, 
the doctors are out there and uh, they're good at helping you but they themselves is completely twisted again <laughs> I'm sorry to say but uh, very few very few psychologists and the psychiatrists can help themselves but they're good at uh, talking because they thought they spend a lot, they learn a lot, they did a lot, and they're very good to talking to. But when they have to help themselves, it's very hard for them. There are many of them, you know. So many of them cry all the time. Many of them do all kinds of things. So it's the reality. So the understanding of that is, uh, I think, the number one. And the number two, you have to understand all these pains and the suffering that you go through are impermanent. It is not permanently fixed on us. It is impermanent. It is transitory. It is a condition. And whatever the condition, you can see if you change the condition, the situation will change. Understanding that, experimenting that, and try to see themselves, it is changeable. That will take care of. That will take care of temporarily but that will not take care of permanently. The permanently, the difficulty is coming from the stupid ego within ourselves. So it's really the bottom line will come to the, you know, the, the, the emotional effect of craving or the hatred. If you really trace them down completely, it will lead to the ego. The real bottom line bare bones is the taking care of the ego. But that is a little too far away for us. It needs a lot of understanding and a lot of efforts and a lot more. And But if you can handle that, we've been solved our problem once for all. Not only this life, but life after life. So they're all interrelated, interconnected, all of those. Otherwise, if you really look in this life, it is just a show. It is some kind of showbiz. It is a drama. It is a drama that put it up. Put it up is like in the in the drama. If you look at it, it is the story, the melodrama of somebody's life made into drama, and which makes it very entertaining for some people. But what makes it? It is is there. There is the problem. There is a sadness. There is a problem. There is you know. All of those brings and entertains people. And that's the true reality in our life. If you look at our life, it's really a dharma. It's a nothing but dharma. We all come in, we all go. We're all like a performance. Performance. And we're all like actors. Comes in, acts for our life, and then we disappear. And one of those acts, some acts are happy act, some acts are sad act. So that's what we do, that we're born in it. That's how we spend our life. That's how we end our life. So the spiritual information comes in between. And they say, hey, you don't have to do that. Take a charge, take a charge. Realize you're dreaming. Realize you're acting. Realize you're performing. You can change the scripts. You can do differently. You can function differently. You don't have to do that. You can take a control. That's what it is. If you understand, 
if you understand that what's really happening, and then that will not the dream that we go through, going through things what we're dreaming will stop if the function rightly. And if you cannot understand it, it will it will continue till we die. And even after death it will continue to the function and will perform another life. Good or bad, whatever it is. And another way is not only understanding kindness and compassion. Compassion and kindness applying not only to ourselves and applying to the others actually relieve our pains, whether you believe it or not. Applying compassion for others relieve our own personal pains tremendously. Yesterday, um, quite a few of us in Cleveland, and I have been talking there yesterday, and I presented in the morning some section of a certain compassion products and with certain verses of what we say, give and take, don't giving our virtues and the positive karmic things to the others and the taking the suffering of others in it. And there is a particular verse in Tibetan called Dinajizunama Tujijin Mayundrave Tirutumengu Maliutatata Lamimbata Pagitekishyana Tawani Rubantatata Mrishikilovs so by the kindness and compassion of the Guru, I may be receiving all the sufferings of all other mothers and beings. And I give my virtues and positive and joy, happiness to all them. All others may be completely free. So I presented that. And there was an old Tibetan then former government officer who was sitting on the chair at the, near the door. His name is Shekhar Limba. And uh, he was telling me later, he said, this is the verse which made him survive throughout the imprisonment in Tibet when the Chinese put him to prison in the mid-60s. And he said he was the worst person. And they removed all completely, all his, to tear off his shirts and pants and everything, and to put the shackles to his, you know, on the bare flesh, they put the shackles. And then when you move, it becomes tighter, you know, all that for years, put in there. And so there's another Rinpoche called Chusan Rinpoche. So, sort of they together. He was so worried and so sad. And then the Chupsan Rinpoche somehow in between and whispered in his ear this particular verse and then told him to think about that way. And so he said he did that. And he said, he said, after a little while, and he doesn't worry anymore, and all the worries are gone. And uh, I mean, it's just physically tight, yes, of course, and there. But then in 
the idea of becoming playing. He said he's playing, fooling around with the logs in hand, you know, the shackles, and the throwing them and the making noise, and then he's shaking them, trying to become a musical tool, you know. And all of them are possible to be able to do that because of this give and take. These are the sort of a living witness. Particularly this particular gentleman is not really, a, it belongs to some kind of a different uh, tradition, different sect, like a Nyingma tradition, and he's sort of quite an anti-Giluba uh, in the sense. But uh, still, you know, he found himself is uh, very, very helpful in that. And uh, so it now goes beyond our sectarian thing. It's like the Protestants and the Catholics and problem in in Ireland, Northern Ireland, in that sort of category, but sort of he's crossing it. So uh, that's what his statement. He's still living there in 70s or 70s. And uh, so, so these are the facts, you know, compassion and kindness, and this particularly given the tech techniques, are one of the best ways of solving our own personal problems. Because these personal problems are applicable to everybody else, at the young age, to the old age, to everywhere, to the rich, to poor, men, to women, everywhere. Even hematizers will have the same problem anyway. <laughs> It goes across any man, woman, children, black, white, rich, poor, everywhere it goes through. So ultimately, ultimately, what we are looking for, looking for total end of suffering. End of total suffering. That was the, really our goal. And if possible, prolonged goal, we say, total enlightenment and become just like a Buddha. And the Buddha was just an ordinary person, just like you and me. Maybe Buddha is bald-headed. Maybe Buddha had a beard. Maybe he didn't. That much difference. Maybe he was born as a prince. But you know, prince left the palace without anything. So it's no longer prince, just an ordinary person. And, and just an ordinary human being, just like you and me, who've been able to work hard and uh, find a way and fully enlighten the Buddha and uh, becomes a sort of a protector, leader of uh, so many people even after 2,600 years, so many people admiring, try to follow. And that, that is the enlightenment we can look for. And even we don't get that, and that may be our ultimate goal, long goal, even we don't get that, we get ourselves a little bit of, you know, a little less than that, but stop our suffering completely and gain control our life. This uncontrolled spinning through our life. I don't mean 
spinning with the day and night. I mean spinning through life after life. Gaining little control of that and uh, functioning well will be the second category of achievement. Third category of achievement will be at least to making sure that our life, the future, the next life, will not be another torturing, miserable one. Not in the middle of Iraq somewhere at this moment. Or anyway. I think about this bombardment. Think about those, all of those. I mean, it's really talking about the hot hell. That's what it is. Think about those explosions of those bombs. And if you're in there, that is hell. So even hell on the human land. So not having those, we don't have to be in our life. Even we can't stop the others doing that. But at least we're making sure that ourselves somehow not caught in that. And the last and least, at least to have some peace within our mind, a little harmony, a little relaxation, a little better way of functioning, that we don't become the slave of our life, but we manage our life by ourselves. And that much at least we should look for as a result of the spiritual knowledge you have. Practice. Managing. That's what it is. So if you can pass your New Year resolution, to be kind and be a kind person will be great. Thank you.